at it again, baby. Episode two. What it do, baby? How you feeling? How you feeling over there, Swift, man? I'm feeling good, man. The drought is over. That drought is finally over. We finally had some football. Thank the football gods. Um, They weren't so kind, though, to the Los Angeles Rams. They got absolutely massacred at their home stadium. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm really sad about the one known as AR-15, who is no longer playing at the caliber he used to, but as a BB gun with one catch. Changed his jersey number to one to resemble the amount of catches he was going to have. Incredible. And he only got two targets, too. It's not that much better. Um, what, about, what about some of the takeaways from uh, just in, in general? Some general takeaways. Cup doing cup things. I'm not, I'm not surprised. Um, Gabe Davis. I, I have high hopes for him this season. You know, I think, I think a lot of analysts are, are high on him, but not high enough because ECR has this man, late 20s, early 30s. I, I, don't, I don't know for sure which, but the disrespect. This man, he, I think he's going to be able to produce um, 16 fantasy points consistently. I, I fully agree, man. I'm not that far behind you. I think where they have him is basically his floor. Um, clearly, we saw what Diggs, you know, talk about Cup doing Cup things. Diggs was doing Diggs things, you know what I'm saying? I was pretty impressed with Diggs. And uh, honestly, I came a little bit impressed away with the, the fact that how much Josh Allen was targeting his running backs. But surprisingly, I mean, for you guys, not for me, no James Cook. Well, James Cook did have a carry, and what did he do with his first NFL carry? He dropped the ball. He gave it back. He said, I don't want this shit. He said, I don't want this shit. Uh, how, how, how are you feeling over there, man? Talk about running backs real quick. Oh, I want to talk about Cam Akers, who I did not draft in any league, and I was off on. To be honest, I think I was more off on Cam Akers than I was the Buccaneers, and that says a lot. I agree, man. Now, I wasn't expecting zero yards, but I'm not surprised. The man went out there and decided to put up a donut on Thursday night. You know, that stings. People already trying to sell him. Talking about, I'll take some fab for him. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'd, I'd rather keep my fab at this point, bro. I'm so sorry to tell you. Yeah, and then we got Daryl Henderson. You know, if, if Cam isn't doing it, someone's got to do it. And... He not only had those 13 carries, but five targets and five catches. Uh, Henderson definitely, uh, you know, I'm not going to say he looked great, but uh, shit, he looks better than Akers. Um, <laughs> you know, like that wasn't too hard. I also liked uh, actually while watching the game, how many targets Higby was getting. I, I, I didn't notice that he had 11. That's actually insane. Double digits. Yeah, man. It was... It was the the cup Higby and that that's uh, they had that other guy on the other team man Scour Scour I don't know how to say his name I'm gonna butcher it I'm sorry Ben but he was doing his little thing too baby cup as as I I like to say so how about we go out here you know we got some some nice little news and notes around the league man and you know some things I had to jot them down get your opinion on a couple of these things man the first of all was uh Doug Peterson coming out and saying that uh, James Robinson is getting a regular workload for week one. How do you feel about that? Not buying it. Ooh. I just I mean, think, I, meant, I just think yeah. coming from an Achilles tear, 
and you have Travis Etienne, there's no need to push him out. There's no need. No need. Hey, I fully agree. Uh, I don't really believe it, but shit, if that's true, bro, Etienne stock down 100%. Um, One million percent. Yep. Uh, something else came across the, the news waves there, as I saw. Apparently, George Kittle has a groin injury, and it is quote-unquote not good. Are you surprised? I am not. That's another man I was off on. I don't draft people with injury history. So. Hey, I mean, I fully agree. I'm I'm same page again here, you know. The, the takes aren't very saucy right now, but. And I, how could, I do, I do want to, I do want to say something here. Absolutely. You know. Uh. If, I know where he's going. If if there was any team I could swap with when, when we were talking about that, I don't know when, but there was a team that I was thinking about. And that team was Solid's team until until he made this pick. Mm, I clowned him for it, too. In person, too. I told him, you fucked up right there, bud. If he would have took a receiver there, like Pittman, Sutton, Tick, Higgins, man, his team would be looking really good. Really good, but... Right there. He could have had the stack, bro. He could have had the stack. Yep. So, yeah. Definitely definitely agree with that. And then the last little tidbit of information. I got to move up for this one because this one, this one right here just hits a little close. I don't know. I just, I wasn't expecting all this injury to come in here. But uh, Rondale Moore injured his hamstring uh, Thursday. And uh, Ertz didn't practice today. He practiced yesterday. And it was his first practice since August 4th. So how are you feeling about that entire Arizona offense? It's about to be the Hollywood show, man. <laughs> yeah, Kyler is going to have to pull another 2020 and put the team on his back. I see, I see him averaging at least 45, 50 yards a game on the ground. And we'll see who, who else can step up besides Marquise. I mean, I was thinking that, uh, like, shit, they drafted uh, Andy Isabella a couple years ago in the second round. They took him early. Um, He hasn't really been much. They have 37-year-old A.J. Green out there in crutches, basically. Um, So it's not really looking good. Uh, They have Trey McBride. I mean, if you want a deep sleeper and and, um, Hurts doesn't play this week and you're playing in a deep fantasy league, bro, take a shot at him because there's not really much much to throw to there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's slim pickings outside of Hollywood. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. 100%. So, um, how about we go into some some a nice little preview here, man. A nice little preview of some sit starts, maybe some decisions that we're both going through here. Um, actually, you want to go ahead and uh, you can go ahead and kick us off here. If you want, go ahead. I'll actually give it to you because I have your team up here. Oh, all right. Perfect. So, I actually, um, in this league here, I think, I believe I have Dylan and Pierce. I have both of them. Uh, Dylan plays Minnesota, and Pierce plays the Colts. Man, I'm I've been drinking that Pierce juice. I'm not gonna lie, bro. That shit is that shit is infectious. Um, I just really like the guy. Liked him in Florida. Like them now. Like him now. Shit, like him. You know, at any point, hey, Damian Pierce, you want to propose, bro? I'm I'm here for you, bro. One hundred percent. You know, I see where you're coming from, but to me, it's Dylan, and it's not close. Okay, I, I was expecting a little, maybe a little more hesitancy there. So then how do you feel about between, because this is in another league, I have Dylan and Kareem. So how do you feel about those two? 
uh, I think Hunt plays the. I want to say they play the Panthers. Yeah. One. Yeah, they play the Panthers. I'm still I'm still riding with Dylan just because I think that game is going to be high scoring and um, Rogers is going to have to lean on Dylan and Jones and they're going to both eat. So compared to you know Hunt and Chubb, you know they're they're actually in a very similar situation um, with Jones and Dylan. So. But I just think the that Dylan is a volume play, and that's what beats him with Hunt. Now Pierce. I want to talk about volume play. Who's going to take volume away from him? Exactly, exactly. That's the thing. But the thing I'm worried about with Pierce is Indy's defense, They're and good. and game script. Um, if Indy goes up quick, they're going to be throwing the ball. So, I mean, see some Rex Burkhead on the field. Yeah. So. That's why that's why I lean Dylan. I mean, honestly, I'm I'll probably say I'm 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 probably a little, I'm very torn actually. I, as you can tell, I have Pierce there. I'm just gonna let it marinate for a couple of days, see how I feel on Sunday. But it's um I actually I actually picked or I believe that the Texans can win this game. So I did that, I did see that. I did see that into my game script. Definitely. Uh, maybe I'm drinking a little bit of the, um, I don't know, man. Maybe I, I like Houston this year. I think they're a little bit better than people give them credit for. Obviously they're not going to do shit, but you know, they're not going to, they're not going to just get dogged every game like they were last year. I mean, Indy last year. I think you, you picked Houston mainly for the, the plus 300 and not for the actual matchup, which is understandable because if you hit that, that's, hey. I agree, a hundred percent. I did pick it a little bit for the plus three hundred, but I mean, I wouldn't just take it and feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't just pick it because it's plus three hundred. I picked it because it is plus three hundred, but I also think they can win. That's fair. That's fair. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, um, I wasn't out there taking the the Jets against the Ravens. I mean, even though I'm a Ravens fan, but like that was like plus three forty or something. No, no. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I would uh, allow you to do that as your friend. <laughs> uh, it means a lot, man. Honestly, it does. Go ahead and uh, talk talk us through maybe a decision or two. You you know you over here teeter tottering on. Yeah. So um, if we look at the the week one rankings, we find on the flex. Mm-hmm. See, Mooney is here, forty two overall, wide receiver twenty five, and then at fifty seven overall, we got Chase Edmonds and RB twenty two. It's oh. They're not that far apart, but I'm. I don't want to play Mooney against San Francisco in Week One. I kind of want to see. I would rather see what he can do. I know Chase Edmonds is in a another is another like similar situation where we want to see what he's gonna do and how much work he's gonna get. But I feel better about Chase than I do Mooney. You know, I'm actually on the opposite side here. Um, I do like Edmonds personally. Um, I do think that backfield is 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 definitely his, but I think you're gonna see some Mostert, maybe you might vulture some goal line work and stuff. But I definitely like I see no target competition for Mooney. So depending on the rest of your lineup, and I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, if, if I'm feeling safe, I probably go Edmonds. But if I like, I, I feel like I need a big week. I'm probably leaning Mooney. That's fair. That's fair. I guess I'll just keep that in mind. And you know, Robinson. Getting me two point two doesn't does not help. So maybe I do play the the volume play with Mooney instead of playing it safe with Edmonds. 
Yeah, that's probably that's probably the way I would go personally. Um, I also would take into consideration if they have Tua, because if they do, then I would probably lean away from Chase Edmonds. That's fair. Um, I actually have just one more. I'm trying to get your opinion on just one more sit start here. I know this this might be easy for you, but I'm saying this because I I truly do like both of these players this week. It's uh, Rashad Bateman against the Jets. You know, against over there, I think I'm pretty sure they're gonna match him up against Sauce Gardner. And you know, over here at Saucy Takes, your name's Sauce. You're automatically in the Hall of Fame for us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, definitely love Rashad Bateman. But I think he's he's gonna get matched up against Sauce Gardner, so it's gonna be a tough matchup. And then the guy I'm considering starting over him, it would be uh, the new Jaguars receiver Christian Kirk, who got the bag. He's playing Washington. They have him. They have him so low, 61. My goodness. Yeah. Oh my God. And then they got Bateman at 40. 40. Just, I just think they're both volume plays. Who do you think? Who, who would you start, and and why? I still think it's Bateman, um, not because of the rank difference, but because of the player profile. I think Bateman is going to have a great year this year, and it's going to start week one. Hey, I hope you're right, bro. Because honestly, I think if Bateman gets on his like you know, if he if he becomes what I think he could become, I already thought last year he was better than Hollywood in in terms of talent. Um, I I can fully expect a, a deep playoff run from Baltimore as long as him and Andrews are just clicking on offense. It's it's going to be a tough tandem to stop. I agree. I agree, and hopefully, I mean Kirk, he's a, he's a, another volume play. I don't see like Lawrence not going to him at least like eight targets a game. I would say. But, you know, that's that's a new player on a new team. So I'd rather go with familiarity with Bateman, you know? Yeah, definitely. I know they just threw him the bag too, Christian Kirk, but I'm actually interested because I've been reading recently they Zay Jones is probably gonna get a bigger role than expected. And I don't I don't I don't know to believe that and I don't know how much that would affect my Christian Kirk. Um I I'm probably leaning Bateman just a little bit. But the thing is, I'm also starting Andrews in that league, so this is why this is a tougher decision. I love the Ravens, but I uh, if we're playing ball. Uh, we're playing the Jets, bro. Like I don't think we're gonna be throwing the ball too much. I think it's gonna be a lot of uh, Kenyon Drake and Mike Davis. So if you have those guys, those 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 would be some nice levers for you guys, 100 percent right now. Okay. And uh, how about uh, let's go over here to you know it's the name of the show, man. We got to do some saucy takes. This is saucy take section. Um, basically some kind of like bold predictions, things that, you know, might be hot to some, but cold to us. You know what I'm saying? Because we're, we're on this shit right here. Um, start us off with yours, man. I think I think you, you could do us the favor. It's going to come to no surprise to many people that know me. But, you know, I don't I don't pray on people's downfall. You know, I don't I'm not praying on injuries or anything like that. But, you know, I do like to see people get humbled. and. I think family is more important than the game, and I'm going. Yeah. I'm going at someone that that chose the game over family, and that's Tom Brady. And my saucy take is that he will not be able to finish the season for whatever reason. You heard it here live, guys. His shoulders falling off week sixteen. He can't throw no more passes. Him and I mean, I mean, just hey, man. I don't know, bro. I'm I'm off this take. I don't. I think he's gonna be fine. Again, fine for Tom Brady is probably not fine for everybody. I think, you know, he's going to be 
bad for Tom Brady, maybe, but you know that's gonna be serviceable for everybody else. Um, shit, that's a that's definitely a saucy take. I I think I think I gotta get a little bit. Uh, let me sit up for this one a little bit because I've been a big proponent of this one, and um, it's that uh, Alvin Kamara will finish as the true RB one. Um, I personally think. I am just infatuated with this Saints offense. I think, first of all, I think Jameis is good enough. I think he's getting slept. Oh, they actually have him a lot higher than Sleeper has him as uh, the ninth running back being taken. So I, it's a little saucier on the Sleeper, but I guess these these experts are a little bit more in line with me, but still not high enough. Um, bro, I just personally, bro, like uh, Jameis, I think he's going to cook. Um, they have more weapons. We have Michael Thomas coming back. I know he hasn't played football in three years. Camp says... He's still the best receiver on the team. Camp also says Olave is right there with him. So I think that's two good receivers. They also add Jarvis, you know, gives a nice little, uh, you know, like just a steady receiver, nothing special, but, you know, you know what you're going to get very good. And now you add Kamara to that, bro. Like, I, I do think that the Saints offense is going to be one to, to be scared of this season as long as Jameis doesn't put the ball in harm's way. But last year he only threw three picks in seven games and 14 TDs with no wide receivers. So that's my Kamara take, man. What, what do you think about Kamara? I'm I'm with you. I uh, I think Kamara is one of the like most talented running backs, and he's also like he has crazy balance. He does not like he breaks so many tackles that it's it really shows how much he works. Like with his workouts, like I'm sure you've seen them. Yeah, he's he's got some insane workouts. That man is a he's definitely a workout warrior. <laughs> yeah, so I could hundred percent see it. You know, um, Taylor could regress. Uh, I, I mean, right here it's just Cook, Eckler, and Taylor. But obviously, in the sleeper ADP, he's way yeah. high. He's way way lower, and which is disrespectful. But he did he did go in the second round in almost every draft which is actually crazy value. So if you actually ended up with him, you should be very happy to have that. You should be thrilled because that means you probably doubled up at RB or you took one of the like stud receivers <laughs> early in the draft, like in the first round or somewhere, late first, mid first, and then you were able to double back and get Kamara. Like that's just like serve me up some Kamara, please. I don't have him in enough leagues, man, unfortunately. I wish I did. I don't have him in any, so <laughs> just the that, board, that, the way the board fell, you know. I fully, bro, what, I mean, there's some players that I, I'm not proud that I got, and then there's some that I'm like, you know what, I was targeting this guy. Um, So tell me, tell me, uh, you got you got any more takes, or was that, that that's it for your saucy takes? No, I have a week one saucy take. Okay. And this might contradict what we talked about earlier with your start sit, but it doesn't, and I'll explain why. So I have Kirk finishing top 20 in week one. And I know we we were talking about Bateman, but I think Bateman's gonna finish top fifteen. Okay. So Preach. So it doesn't it doesn't take away from what we talked about. But if you look at the weekly rankings for a wide receiver, Kirk is sitting at thirty thirty five. My that's respect. <laughs> so I think he can finish top twenty. And that's my saucy take. I mean, I'm here for it, bro. Like we just talked about, I I like Christian Kirk. I like his target volume. So sign me up. I mean, 
20 is a little rich, but man, it's, hey, it wouldn't be saucy if it's not top 20, so I'm definitely here for it. Give me your uh, week one saucy yeah. take. Okay, okay, I got you. So sticking with the theme of receivers, uh, mine is actually a two-player saucy take. So one of them involves, obviously, the guy over there you see at one, you know, hashtag Jay Jettas. Everybody knows who he is. If you don't know, get out from under the rock. You're, maybe you just woke up from a coma. I hope you're fine. But uh, welcome to 2022. And Justin Jefferson is is him. He's him. 100% him. And it involves his teammate, actually. So I think him and Adam Thielen uh, will finish top 12 this week for the receiver position. Um, they play Green Bay. Uh, Thielen just has this knock for just dogging Green Bay. I'm going to be honest, back to his days when they used to still talk about how he made it. Like, he, he worked out for the team in, like, a city open tryout. He made the team, yada, yada. You know, back then, they still talk about it now. But, you know, they have him listed at receiver 32 here, as you can see. But I don't think it does him justice, man. I think he's going to – I think Jefferson's going to go for, like, 140-something, 130, maybe a tud. And then I think Thielen's going to get two tuds. So I think they'll both finish top 12. Okay. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to, to that game in general. I, I really want to see what Jones and Dylan were, are going to do on the ground. And just Aaron Rodgers without <laughs> without Devontae. Definitely. I uh, want to see who steps up in the receiver room for Green Bay that game. Who, who do you if, you, if you were a betting man, which, which you are, we'll get to that. Um, but uh, who would you bet leads them in receiving yards? Week one, Green Bay. It's not going to be a saucy take because I am going with consensus, and that's Alan Lazard. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, if I was a betting man, I'd probably put my money on Lazard, but um, I don't think nobody's going to have more than 60 yards. I think it's going to be like Aaron Rodgers throwing to Alan Lazard 10 yards, then Dylan, and then Jones, and then maybe a little bit of dubs. Whoever plays tight end, I don't know if Tanya's going to be there, but I I mean, I'm I'm with you there. Talk about games you're excited for. Uh what game are you most excited for to see in um, this week? It's Arizona and Kansas City with an over-under of 53.5. It's the highest over-under of the week. I think them I think Kyler and Mahomes are going to put on a show. Um, I hate Cliff Kingsbury because I think he's soft. But I think Kyler is just going to do whatever he wants this season. I think he's going to stop listening to the coach and uh, make some audibles. You know what's you know what's crazy. You remember the uh, the contract clause that they put on on, <laughs> basically has to study a certain amount of times because Call of Duty is his, is his life. You know. Yeah. Um, I was actually I was listening to a podcast today. Um, shout out to um, oh man, Film Study Ravens. Uh, he brought up on a guy talking about um quarterbacks who play in empty, and Kyler was the best quarterback in empty out of empty. Him and Mahomes. So. It's going to be interesting. Um, basically, we were just talking about how like he's incredible, like incredibly efficient out of empty. And, it, you know, maybe it has some of that, like, you know, when he's an empty, he kind of does whatever he wants. He doesn't have to go by the playbook. Like he could just he could just be Kyler Murray. And I think Kyler Murray is going to be very scary, especially against Patty. Um, definitely looking forward to that game. I'm actually very much looking forward to seeing how the just how Kansas City plays offense without Tyreek in general. Who do you think is going to be the, the guy? Chase Besides Edmonds. Travis. Chase Edmonds. <laughs> Chase Edmonds always the guy, man. There's no wrong answer with Chase. I, I, I think, I, I mean, shit. I mean, if Chase Edmonds was there, hey. 
Oh, I thought I thought we were talking about the Dolphins game. Oh no, no, I'm talking about I'm talking about that Kansas City game real quick. Man. Oh, okay. I thought I, I thought we were transitioning. My bad, my bad. No, you're good. But so, so yeah, yeah go ahead, go ahead. so Mark Marquise Brown, I'm gonna I'm looking for him to actually catch balls this this season and this game because if he doesn't catch them, who will? Hey, Kyler Murray's throwing them the bitches to himself. You hear me? You know, it's funny you say that. Do you remember the Mariota pass to himself? I actually do not. I'm gonna have to oh. go ahead and search that up after this one. Get yeah. Back to the. Yeah, it was it was it was off a deflection, and he got receiving yards and an actual catch from it. It was pretty pretty crazy. He scored. I feel like that happened recently. Somebody did that and they scored. I think it might have been Tannehill. It was some. I I could be mistaken, but Tannehill or or Mariota did that. It's a Tennessee thing, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah. So my my game of the week is you know, Patriots against the Dolphins and. Um, th- that the reason I'm most excited for that game specifically is, I feel like there's a lot of questions and a lot of um criticism around these two teams. So apparently, you know, the Patriots' offense got an overhaul with their OCs, their offensive coordinators, and basically they've been looking like straight poo poo, um, in and during training camp and stuff. And uh, a lot of obviously skeptics on tour, but I actually believe in tour. I want to see how Waddle and um. You know, uh, Waddle, Tyreek, how they coincide. Are they both going to be relevant for fantasy? Is it only going to be a one-trick show? How's Chase Edmonds going to fit? Is Gasicki going to be playing? Shit, like, nobody even knows, honestly. I, I have a lot of questions for the Dolphins. And, I mean, same thing. Uh, I can echo with the Patriots, man. Like, is it going to be Harris? Is it going to be Stevenson? Is it going to be 50-50? Who's getting the passing down work? Who's stepping up at receivers? Devontae Parker, really him. Uh, is Hunter Henry going to be the same guy? Is he going to be viable? Is it going to be John? Is it going to be Jacoby? Like, just so, so many questions with the receiving groups for both of them. One, like, you just don't really like anybody, so maybe somebody steps up because there's a job for the taking. And on the other one, you have Tyreek, which is probably one of the best five receivers, and Jalen Waddle, who I think broke the record for receptions last year as a rookie. Like, I'm just excited for very different reasons. For sure. I'm looking forward to seeing what Jacoby Myers can do this season if he can actually score touchdowns compared to the struggle of 2021 that was. And because his ADP is extremely low. And I think, I mean, I understand it, but he is due for some tutties. He's due for something, man. He got to he got to touch that end zone at least. He got to take a sniff of it at least, because that poor man. Um, how about uh, you know, talking about bets, man? You got me, you got me excited. Man. Let's uh, let's put the people on to the to the prize picks, man. I think we we're gonna try to do this maybe once a week per show. We're just gonna do like a like a prize pick section. Um. I don't know if it's always going to be what it is today. Like today, I think we have a five pick going, but shit. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, we're going to have some picks in there. Yeah. Yeah. Normally we'll probably have like just a couple bucks on the line, but thankfully, you know, I was able to get a promotion. They, they said if I deposited $25, I'd get a free $500 bet. So we're making that right now on the podcast. And. Me and Lewis, we did a little draft before the show to see who we, who would pick first, 
and that was me. This pick does not count, the one I'm about to do, because this no, is... Your, th- this your first pick. This is it's your first pick. <laughs> Gotta be man. Tom Brady, baby. His arm's gonna fall off. It, it, it's so it's so ironic. You know, I was just I was just talking about Tom Brady, but I I'm kind of forced to pick him. You know, they, all he has to do is is throw one pass that gets at least one yard. You know. The most two faced man on the planet right now. He's <laughs> talking bad about Tom Brady, but I guarantee you this is the safest pick he has. It this, is on this entire parlay. It is. I'm going to let you go ahead and make your pick. Yeah, absolutely. Sticking with the theme of players that we were talking about, but this this time it was it was a guy we were talking about for the good. Give me some Rashad Bateman, man. I think it was at 47.5 when we last checked for receiving yards. Um, yep. Just, uh, I think he's, he's going to have at least like 60, 65. I love me some Rashad, so I think it's, you know, Sauce Gardner can try, but I don't think the Ravens are just going to let him sit at X the whole time and just let... Let him get man pressed, and even yeah. if he does, I think he'll he'll still beat him. I know, I know, it's very, very unlikely, but like, how do you feel if I did this? Oh my god, <laughs> we have gifted him the money. Price fix, keep your five hundred dollars. <laughs> we don't want that shit. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and select my boy. Okay. Who, who I have to scroll all the way to the bottom for, Javante Williams, getting 56 yards. I mean, play Seattle. Need we say more? Like, this should be a freaking blowout. Yeah. Um, 50, I think that's what he averaged last year, was somewhere around 57, 58 yards. Yeah. And you mean to tell me we get the same average, but this time he has a quarterback who, like, the defense isn't just going to wait. Like by the line of scrimmage in the box for like, bro, give me Javante all day. I I love this pick that you made right here. Man. This is his floor, and it's disrespectful. I think barring injury, he should he should be in for eighty plus yards. Yep. Why don't you Maybe give me yeah the fourth pick? Yes. Yeah, so my pick here is actually going to be rushing yards as well. Um, sticking with the theme of players we talked about, uh, give me Kyler Murray. I think it was thirty three point five. There he is. I just think he's got to play hero ball, man. Um, no, Rondale's hurt like we talked about. Zach Ertz hasn't practiced or practiced once over the last month and a week. Um, no D-hop. Like, like who, who but not himself. You get what I'm saying? Like, 34 yards. I think that's kind of around his average as well last year. And they're playing Kansas City. You got to keep up, bro. Got to keep up. Patty is not going to let you just – Patty's not going to let you chill. That's not that's not in him. Look, they're right next to each other. Look at that smile. It's devious, man. He's like, man, we're gonna make this now work for his fantasy points. Yeah, I, I love Kyler, so I'm really content with that pick. And go ahead, finish it off, man. Put the wrap the bowl up. Our final this. our final pick is probably the pick that I am most confident in. And that is including this 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 prop right here. <laughs> the top. And that is in past touchdowns, Kirk Cousins over one point five. Hey. Five hundred dollars. It's in. It's in, baby. Wait, wait, so, wait. Free entries are not valid for fra Hello? What happened? What's it doing, man? Oh, it's not letting us use this. Oh man! Oh, we weren't expecting this one. Oh shit, guys! They pulled a fast one on us. 
guys. I mean, I mean, I mean, as you scroll here for a second, I'm gonna talk about the Kirk Cousins. I mean, shit, I said Jay Judd is and Thielen about to have top twelve weeks. So I I believe in Kirk, man. Two touchdowns, bro. I think he's throwing three or four. So I'll take that, man. You guys are about to get some live. Oh my, never mind. He's he's done it. Talk to the people, man. Talk to the people. Why why, why this pick? We might as well just pair one of the best wide receivers with the QB that will be throwing to him. And 80, I know 80 is a lot. I know 81 is a lot. But if Cup can get 128, whatever he got today, I know, I know, I know Jay Jettas. And he, he saw that. He watched the game tonight and he said, mm, that's nice. Good game. I'm going to do better. He's going to finish as a wide receiver one this week. I'm all for it, bro. 100%. I mean, I know you saw him talking to uh, to Jamar Chase, like him and Jamar Chase talking about who's better. Uh-oh. And he was not Uh-oh. giving up. He was like, bro, I'm I'm better. We have a situation, Lewis. What's, what's the situation? They're making us do this for the NFL season and not week one. 